Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high-quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier will grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you'll be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at uh, questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinityforcepodcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforcepodcast where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, community game night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pwn Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try and force in some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. This voice is second to none. Now that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 820 of the Training Force Podcast. I'm your host, N.A. Eric, and tonight it is me and Papa Goose and John, and we're talking about just a plethora of different things because we're off weeks between patches. So um, through some of the 
pro playoffs that have been happening because we're getting to see which teams are going to make it into Worlds. Um, and some of us are playing a decent amount of ranked, meaning myself and you guys are as well, I'm sure, some, and Arena, and we're just going to bullshit and talk about that. So it's going to be great. But uh, yeah, John, it's been a few weeks since we've seen you, man. I know you've been really busy with moving and everything like that, but how you been? Been good. Um, just busy with starting with my uh, with residency and whatnot. So um, been here for like close to two months now. So kind of settled in. Everything's running. Getting used to things. Um, but it's been good. Not as much time to play league, but um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll get more into that. But good bit of been playing a good bit of arena in a Rams. Nice, arena is awesome. Arena is awesome. I how much longer are they running arena for? I'm not sure. They announced when it's ending. I don't know when it ends. Let me look. Arena end. Uh, up until August 28th, it will end. So right, basically the beginning of the Labor Day weekend or so. So we still got another, at the time of recording this, two and a half weeks of Arena. We getting a Gladiator? I'm going to try my best. <laughs> I I think I can. I'm almost there. I'm at like uh 35 or 3600 rating i think yeah i've played a decent amount yeah eric has been ripping some arena i have i've also been ripping some solo queue the last couple days but we'll get into that yeah cool okay well we're glad you're settled in and you're finally in a place where you can start to come back to join us on the pod we've missed you and uh I played with some not so great Graveses that I haven't been able to complain to somebody about. That's so. sad. But yeah, I apologize for yeah. them. They just make them look bad. Yeah, they, they do. Int on them. Just kidding. I int on them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goose, how you doing? Good. Just been uh, working as always, and uh, yep. exciting day. Fucking NFL football's back. So. You guys be grace oh, right. in my fucking I knew, presence. I was I'm definitely aware of right that. <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah. it, that's really cool to go. Are you uh, doing a fantasy team or a fantasy league? Uh, I think I'm in like 25 leagues already. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, what's the what, so? How much money is on the line across the leagues? We're just not. What's the first step to recovery? Admitting you have a problem. <laughs> So, no, nah, it's uh, it's good. I'm uh, I, I have a problem with fantasy football, but uh, it's fun and I enjoy it. Cool, cool. Are you in leagues with anyone that you actually know in person, or are they all just like online? No, I got uh, four leagues that are like friend leagues, and we get together. Okay. And <clears throat> we haven't done those drafts yet because those are like my more for real leagues where there is like legit money on the line. So. We actually all get together and we have like a piece of night or whatever and do the draft all together and stuff. Nice. So those are coming up probably in the next two, three weeks. So exciting. Doing the draft together is the best. Oh, it's I so much like fun, man. Definitely. If it if you can do it, it's hundred percent the move. I got it's my fucking 
I got my paper printed out of players that I want. Yep. And I'm, oh, yeah, I got I, my pen and my, my shit printed I, out ready to go. I, I got my <laughs> iPad over here, my laptop over here that I'm drafting on. Yeah, it's a, it's a for real deal. And then don't even catch me on Sundays. You won't see me. I will be. <laughs> I, I've done some. I've never done NFL draft. I, I don't do uh, fantasy football, but I do fantasy baseball, and I've done some of those drafts in person, and those are a lot of fun too. Yeah, just like the fantasy leagues, drafting it in person is so much better than online because otherwise, then it's just like it's just something, yeah. some other. It's almost honestly a chore at that point. <clears throat> honestly, all the leagues that I'm in right now is more or less just like me practicing. Sure. For when the real draft comes around, so. Yeah, excited for that. Yeah, uh, haven't played any solo queue on the main account, but I have played some on the Smurf. I just uh, haven't felt that I'm at my level I want to be at trying to play solo queue. So, just practicing around sure. on some picks, like John was saying. We'll talk about that. But cool. Um, yeah, I've been just chilling and i've played quite a few games in the last couple days let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten games over the last couple days um i haven't had much work to do in the afternoon because i can't do all that much my computer is not power the computer that i was given by the state is not powerful enough to run a lot of the things so like i'll just play on my lunch break or whatever and then just basically wait and I'll be technically online and work until like seven, eight at night or so if I'm just like sitting there. But because it takes, I've ran some queries that like takes like three hours and then I have to cancel it and change it to like something more efficient because it's just not coming back. It, it takes a lot when you're querying on like 100 million rows. It takes a long time to get any results. So yeah, but I've, uh, I think, yeah, all of those have been top lane. Um, I haven't played a single jungle. I mean, I've played jungle so far. This got season, absolutely but, carried um, in your last game. I wish I had those teammates. This man went one, three, and game. one in a twenty-minute game and won. Yep, my I did thirty-five hundred damage to the epitome of a useless. <laughs> I, did, I did less <laughs> than the enemy. Than, than I did less than either support who were Alistair and Rakan. They did more damage than me in the game. Who were you playing? <laughs> Scion. I was playing Scion, and I was into I was into Teemo top. So I was just like, I got his whole turret. I got the whole turret, but I still was just like, all right, I'm just gonna sit here and oh not God. die. Dude, your mid laner popped off. Oh, it's a Smurf. Oh yeah, they were. Uh, it's a, it's a Smurf. <laughs> yeah, it's a Smurf. I already looked. <laughs> that them and the the Maokai was a Smurf in. Uh, as soon as we got in, Maokai posted a Twitch stream link. I was like, okay, this guy's a smurf. So after the game, <laughs> that, always goes, machine, that always but, goes one uh, of two ways. You either get absolutely carried or you're about to be on Synapse for some real dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I okay, I had, oh my god, it was, it's been so annoying. Um, when I've played top lane so far, like, okay, some of these people have been... Uh, yesterday it was fine. It was like melee and stuff. But today I played against Timo. I played against a Nidalee top. I played against Nar, and I played against Kale. I played against four different ranged tops. I was like, "What the fuck?" I typed in all chat. I was like, "Does everyone hate melee champs now? Like, what's going on?" It's boring. It was so annoying. Get good. It was so boring. Yeah, I mean, I played Malphite into Nar, but I went AP Malphite, so I was able to like kill him and stuff. But it still didn't matter all that much uh we had a 
Um, we had a Yasuo who was quite obviously chat restricted, so he was just spam pinging, and that. then at the end of the game, yeah. <laughs> and then he was. Yeah. I couldn't imagine yeah. why. Yeah, I did have some sick plays uh, yesterday though on an AP Malphite game. Oh yeah, um, real sick. It was pretty. Sweet. I I'll pressed R. Yeah, I'll show you the clip later. <laughs> No, well, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. I mean, I did that a few times, but like, I've, I, there was a fight going on. Like, I'd already Ard and I'd Zanyas and stuff. And then I was like 30% else. So I walk around into like out of fog and then they group up somehow. I flash the wall and like E and kill three of them almost instantly. It was, it was sweet. I've been enjoying AP Malphite. Hell yeah. Yep. He's still a tanky boy. Somewhat. He is still. Oh, a I fucking hate I mean, Tank Malphite, like, man. You still your, can't kill him. When you have him. your W up and Zanya's, it still have like 150 armor while I have my shield, like 160 or something. It's kind of nuts. But I mean, this is like kind of random, but you know, it's really nice that I feel like Karthus is okay, and sometimes you just want to play that game where you're just perma farming and just pushing R and getting double kills, you know. Just printing money with first strike. <laughs> huh? Just printing money with first strike. Oh yeah. Like I don't know. If you if you could do his clear properly, that that shit is insane in my opinion. And they buffed the clear yeah. a couple batches ago. Yeah. No, it feels insane. He, yep. Karthus I was uh, actually, see my Go ahead. Oh go ahead, go ahead. No no, no fine. Go ahead. Was like, uh, Probably the, I think he was like the third or fourth jungler I learned for whatever reason. I just something about him just appealed to me. And it's just you picked a particularly hard champion to introduce yourself to the jungle yeah, with. I, I don't know. I I mean I just it spoke to me, you know. I played Ramus to get into the jungle. Because I feel like back in the day when I first started playing jungle, I was more like way more. I mean, this is important, but I was way way more concerned with uh, like max efficiency like farming because a lot of the characters that i was playing were farming junglers but sure i don't know that shit is insane being able to first strike on karthus is really fun my version of that fantasy is not it is farming really well, but it's playing Scion and never interacting with people and just winning the game through <laughs> just, pure just pushing down turrets. Yeah, exactly. Like this last game, I got the t I got two turrets and then was bot lane and stuff, and I didn't have to do much at all. And I kept Viego up there a lot too because he kept trying to gank for the AP on hit Teemo. <laughs> the I was playing PVE in a PVP game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, got promoted to plat Blame one fucking. game before. I kind of did the same thing, and I was yeah. Nidalee was hitting me with grasp. I'm just clearing the wave and walking under turret. Don't even care. 38 LP. Let's go. Oh, man, let's play a farming simulator 2023 league edition. Yep. Just hilarious thing to me is just like the the absolute classic is Scion's just split pushing. Your team sends like three people to him. He just ults away. He just ults away. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then that's it. And then that's and fucking then, it. And then the other Unless team gets fucking barren. Flash to get in front of him or uses, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just nine times out of ten that motherfucker sees it coming. Just ults away. Just ults away. So Yep, there was one last game when I did that. I was up past their tier two turret. And then a couple people come, and then I just ult through their base and curve down into bot lane and flash my mastery as I go, as I'm flying by. 
He's such a fun, that his ult is a very fun ability to use. Fucking Tokyo it Drift. Is. Yeah. I love that you play Sion, so much Eric. It, it fits Sion. Or so it fits Eric. <laughs> it fits Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that and Nunu. Yeah. I haven't played Nunu in a yeah, while, I but I did play against a Nunu earlier, and he was he was crap. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played Nunu in a while. He just, I think he needs some refresher or something. He just kind of feels lackluster in general, even if he has a decent win rate. I don't know. There's something that feels off about him to me the last, like, year or so. I feel like there are just way better tanks to play, too. Yeah, and way more reliable. Like, if you don't have a Scuttle Crab early uh, for Nunu, it's kind of rough to be able to gank efficient, like, be able to gank super well. You gotta do that fat lane gank. I love yeah. lane ganking mid with him. I like lane ganking uh, bot, bot yeah. with him, mostly, yeah. It's really fun to go, like, red into gank with Nunu. You take just, like, QW, and you just fly into a lane when they're still at, like, 1 CS. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, that that, shit, that's that shit tilts me off the face of the planet, man. <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah. So that's been my solo queue experience so far in the last couple of days. But uh, yeah, um, I guess while we're talking about solo queue, let's just go through it more. Uh, like in my in my games, I know that we've talked. We were talking a little bit a couple of weeks ago about how there's been a lot of poor mental um, that we've been seeing. I haven't seen it as much when I played the last couple of days. It could be that I got the luck of the draw. There are millions of people on this server, but um, for the most part. There hasn't been that bad. I mean, there's been a couple people who were kind of toxic, but for the most part, it seems like it's been pretty fine for me. And I don't see any flaming in Arena as well. I have seen some in ARAMs, but I don't know why people flame in ARAMs. Uh, but it's been mostly pretty chill, and people have been trying and not picking troll shit, except there was one guy who wanted to play mid lane of Felios, and then someone else dodged, and then going into next going into next pick phase, once someone once it went back in, I banned Aphelios. Don't even want to don't even want to deal with it. He posted his OP.GG in the chat, oh and God. then we looked it up, and he was a silver one trick Aphelios with, but his account was like level two hundred, so it was not like a Smurf. I was like, you're a silver Aphelios one trick. What are you doing? We offered him bot lane, and he's like, no, I play mid Aphelios. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yep. I mean... Played with quite a few... Played with and against quite a few Yasuos as well lately. That might have been something to do with I've picked Malphite, but even so, like, there's been... I think I've seen four in my games in the last couple days, which is a lot. I don't know how popular he is. I like playing uh, Silas Jungle. If I have a Yasuo. I haven't seen a Silas Jungle in so long. Is it still viable? Does it work? Oh yeah, Silas Jungle's fun as fuck. Yeah, I think it's still okay. I mean, I, I think it's about the same. You really gotta no fight, though. Him. Yeah, you gotta... He's like... I mean, I feel like he's big-time skirmish. Like... Big ganks, because his clear is absolute ass. Trash. <laughs> it's not yeah. very fun. It's, it's garbage here. <laughs> like, doing Gromp, like, you just can't do Gromp. 
you cannot like doing level two Gromp as Silas takes a fucking sanctuary man. It's actually just it, not. It's the AOE camps, yeah. It's buff into wolves raptors buff is probably gotta be the clear. I feel like you just like have to early gank too. Like you're pretty dependent on getting a. Uh, a little bit early game. I don't know, but the thing is, is he like once you get a few items, he does like absolutely hit the night harvester. Yeah. If you just, I mean, if you usually go dark seal, but and the night harvester shadow flame yeah, just smacks. Yeah, it, it hits so hard. I mean, you start one shotting people. It, it absolutely does. And if you pick him into a game too, where it's like. Uh, You've got some good ults to work with. I mean, it's just, it feels so OP. Like, gank, like if they have the, a Malphite, I just, you know, take Malphite ult, let's gank bot. Yay. Sounds fun. One game today that I lost, we had a Silas mid, uh, and he had, there was a Swain ultimate and a Kale ultimate, and we still lost. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah, Alistar ult, I, I feel like it's absolutely insane on him. It's the best one. I but. pick Silas support when they pick Alistair. Okay. Silas support almost has enough to to have a like statistically significant pick rate. I played a lot. It's pretty fun. I've played it in community games quite a few times. It's nice. I I haven't seen it at all, but maybe I missed it yesterday or two days. I haven't. I didn't play it the other day. Mm, okay. I haven't played it recently, I should say. The only, the only time I've ever seen a Silas support is in one, I think it was a flex game, and I don't know who I, who I was paired with in bot lane. I might have been the ADC or support. I have no no idea, but it was Silas and, like, I don't know, a Samira or something. And they were really strong until, like, level four, and then somehow they didn't end up like snowballing their kill lead or so. I don't really, I don't remember what the matchups were. So I guess all this information is kind of moved, but <laughs> I've only seen it once ever. Just like I've only seen Belveth support once ever, but apparently it's actually somewhat viable. Oh yeah, thing. I mean, I've seen it. P I mean, it's a PTA support Belveth. Extraordinaire. Have you played Scion yeah. Jungle at all? Um, a couple times, I think it's significantly worse than top, almost always, but it is, oh, apparently Scion's on the very weak side in solo queue right now. He's got a 48.7% win rate. Good. Hope it goes down to 40. 57 top laners. <laughs> he feels a lot better than that, but all right. That's how, that's um, how I felt about Nami. Yeah. <laughs> apparently she was trash. <laughs> 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 Nami was like 46 I don't know like I yeah I remember you talking about it yeah it was so much it was a lot different although her win rate now is up to 50 and stabilized right there oh she is <laughs> we played ARAM last night me and John and some of his boys and uh, I pressed R with a Nami ult and we were all at like 580 movement speed just fucking yeah, was... sprinting across the map Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah that was absurd that's that is nuts. No, I haven't played that much Scion Jungle, though. Like, I've tried it a couple times, and it feels doable, but there's just champions that do it a lot easier, and you don't get as much W stacking health as you would think. Like, it's not... It's safer to stack your, your W passive, like the max health, but it's not actually that much better 
it doesn't feel like. Because Scion can put on a shitload of pressure in lane, too, even if, like before you have items and yeah. stuff, regardless if you're going like health and lethality. So picking him in the jungle is almost just like it's conceding jungle in a weird way because he does not have good skirmishes in the open lands of the jungle, I don't think. That being said, when you press R, no one knows where you're going or coming from. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to if it's a Scion top, you kind of know what's happening, but you're not super sure. It's kind of like a Nocturne ultimate. Exactly. Everybody does the caveman SpongeBob. Oh, where is he? <laughs> God. I've been watching some SpongeBob recently. God, man, some of those episodes are fucking hilarious. I've forgotten about some of them. I saw the one with the magic conch uh, last night for the first time. That one was amazing. <laughs> That's the same episode. Is Caveman it? Spongebob. Caveman Spongebob. Are you talking about Doodle Bob? Oh, uh, I guess. No. I guess the magic conch is conch or however you say it is when they get stuck in the woods. There's one where there's like. Yeah, that's when they get like stuck in the woods. It's like prehistoric Spongebob. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, that's That wasn't that one, no. But I'm sure there. I think those are the ones where they have Patchy the Pirate at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I think so. Some of those. What a fucking character. <laughs> yeah. where he has his arms spread out like this he's like Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching last night too and some of those like we were okay there was the episode where they think they killed the health inspector um and this is a kid's show and they're dragging a corpse into a cemetery to bury it and then they bury it uh the whole thing and a line of the cops i'm like this would not happen in today's <laughs> cartoons and stuff like you have paw patrol going on right now <laughs> and Christ, bluey it's just yeah exactly there's not any there's no way you're gonna see a corpse getting dragged <laughs> through in like a show meant for little kids i mean it, it's hilarious it's but fuck cartoons have changed so much Anyways, enough with my SpongeBob diatribe. <laughs> I guess then uh, let's talk through Arena then while we're already on it, and then we'll go back to playoffs and stuff. Um, John, you said you've been playing a lot. What have you been enjoying, or what do you find? Like, just, yeah, tell us about your experiences with uh, Arena. So, I mean, just tried a bunch of different stuff. The I've, I was talking to Goose about this um, before, but the a friend of mine, we've been running... Fiora Annie, and that feels insanely strong. Uh, Fiora does have the highest win rate right now, so yeah, it just so I I feel like typically the way it goes is you might lose the first one or two rounds, and then you just once both of you have your ultimates, you're just hard winning almost every time. I mean, it's it feels really good that combo. Especially if you get some decent augments. But I think there was a point where we won like six in a row with that combo. Damn. And it was it just and it was a few of them, like we won every single round. But that uh I don't know, there's some really fun combos. Definitely some OP. I played uh Wu I played Wukong Samira the other good. day and that was that was gross. Yeah. I went full lethality as well. It was gross. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to... It's a ton of fun. I mean, I'm gonna... I wanna try out some more stuff, but... What are some... Have you played anything that you thought would be good, but ended up not working at all? Uh, yeah, let me... Let me 
me think about that. Uh... <laughs> there was one time where, I mean, kind of similar. We were playing Vane Nasus, me and my uh, one of my friends, and uh, we had never used the uh, like tether mechanic before, and we just wanted to try it. Oh no! Dude, that shit was was so bad. It was abysmal. Like I would just he couldn't do anything but eat them <laughs> and wither them. Like it was so bad. And we got Jesus. it like as our first augment, so. So yeah, we learned how that worked, and that's not good. <laughs> it didn't sound good. No, the I've played. I've only actually played with it twice, and we were very careful to pick it. It was one time I was playing Neela, and my friend Evan was playing Tarek and got it, and that one makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, some sense. And then once I was playing with Zill, and he was playing Zillion, and I was playing Ivern, and then I tethered to him. Um, that one worked as well. But I've seen some dumb ones where, like, someone obviously was trying it out, like you're talking about, and it was like a Zin Zhao tied to, like, a Darius or something. Like, they were just, That's Zin Zhao just picked it, he's like, this sounds cool! And then it was like, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> that shit felt so bad. I mean, he, he, he literally could not play the game. <laughs> He's just yeah. To me. Yep. Anything else that you've tried that didn't work at all? Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the, the list right now. I feel like looking on op.gg with the win rates and stuff. Or uh, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, spark my memory yeah. and see who I play. I mean, I feel like Kale is good, but I played it once and it went pretty bad. But that might I don't remember what we had paired with it. Uh, Kale's very good. I mean, she was good enough to warrant a nerf. Last patch. I feel like uh, Kogma. I mean, he used to be. I thought he used to be pretty good in Arena, right? I feel like I've tried him a few times. I don't know. He's never gone extremely well, like consistently. I've only seen him once, and I think he was just getting blown up was the issue. Yeah. I mean, early, it's terrible. Yep. Yeah, some of the ones that I've tried, I mean, we've talked about this a couple weeks ago, but it was like, uh, I've tried Sejuani, which is statistically the second worst champion. Uh, that didn't work, or maybe not, but like, very bad. I tried Quinn, and that was okay, but it wasn't great. Uh, I've played with both Ziggs and Zareth, and they both felt, they both looked terrible. Um, haven't seen Cassante at all in a while, but... Yeah, I mean, I've played Scion quite a few times, and I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Uh, what else did I play yeah, that didn't work at all? Yeah, he is. Damn. He's in a weak place in general in League, so I I think it's that makes that's why, but yeah. I've seen a few people try Ramus and it never worked. I've tried Kiana a couple times, and she just needs buffs. Her damage is just too low to work, even though Arena should be her fucking playground. Nidalee is so bad. <laughs> Nidalee is so bad. Oh my gosh. Nunu. Zillion is not good? Apparently not, but people who know how to play Zillion are killing it. I mean, when I've played with Zill and we play like Malzahar Zillion or Shaco or something or whatever, it's been very good. Yeah, statistically, Rengar is pretty bad too. 
that one makes sense. Yeah. I have yeah, I've played against a Rengar, and it it was he wasn't very good. It's I don't think it was him. It was just like depending on the map, you just stay away from the brushes, and it's not a big deal. Yeah. There's just so or maybe like play. I played Poppy or something, and then he just can't play. Yeah. So. Yeah, but the statistically the worst is Evelyn. I have not seen... Uh, no, I've seen an Evelyn. I have not tried it, though. I saw a Yumi as well yesterday. It was a Yumi Kale. They got knocked out first. Yeah, Vayne seemed pretty good. I've done Vayne a few times. Vayne is very good. I've, I've even played her once, and I don't even... I don't like playing range Annie champions all that much. Too. Like, Annie's so good. Annie's amazing. Yeah, I played Camille yesterday as well, or two days ago, and that was that wasn't great. Um, Warwick's really annoying too in Narnia. Warwick's fucking crazy. I banned that fucking champ every single just... time. <laughs> yeah, after the first game of Arena, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and that. I have yet to play against him since. I can tell you that. Yeah, I played against it a few times recently. It's it's fucking rough. Yeah. Swain it seems good. Swain is so good. Yeah, Zyra is the one I. As hate long as you can stay on top of I people. Think Zyra or Heimer, probably my least favorite to play against. I've I okay. I don't mind playing against Heimer because you just kill him and then it doesn't. If you have dive, you just jump on him and it's not that big of a deal because he's probably not going to build Zanyas till second and then you've already killed him. He's probably already lost a few rounds, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh. Zyra was AIDS to play against when I played against her. Yeah, oh it, my God. it just doesn't feel like you can... Like, if you just get hit by one plant auto, it does half your health. Yeah. I still ban Singed every time, because I don't want to see that. <laughs> it, it's so annoying and so ridiculous, and it's very good. No, thank you. Yeah, it is very good. Overall, yeah. I like all the mechanics of an arena. Like, uh... Like just having the, the blast cones, the fruit. What do you guys think of the new like uh champion ghosts that they place on the map? So the newer ones, the Gwen, the the Shaco, the Jin, and maybe there was one more. I feel like the Jin one is not uh, it's probably my least favorite. No, Jin one sucks because you can't dodge it. I figured that it, it in my opinion it should be like it's about to shoot and then it stops so you could dodge it somehow. Or maybe it predicts or fires near you. I don't know. I, feel like the, I don't like it. And the Fury one's kind of annoying. Yeah, I don't mind that one anymore because it no longer nukes you. <laughs> it used to absolutely yeah, nuke does you. Does it not? The Gwen okay. one seems. Oh uh, no, they nerfed. So the they nerfed it a couple of patches ago. So like uh, I think like yeah, three weeks ago, um, it was nerfed so that instead of do or maybe like a week ago it was, but instead of doing like twenty to sixty percent of your max health. Uh, it does ten to twenty scaling with like time and rounds you're on. Yeah, so they nerfed it into the ground. It was really annoying. It was way too strong. Way too strong. Yep. I did play Mordecai's or Kazix, and that combination was not as good as I thought. Really? Yeah. I mean, it maybe it was the game that I was in, but there was a lot of mobility around. So like, Mord would be okay in there, but I would. Uh, as Kha'Zix, I'd maybe be able to get one of them. Yeah, I played a game as Blitz after he got those buffs. Blitz is so funny to play. And I think he's very good, actually. 
You just got to go AP. I think Amumu's good. I haven't seen any Amumu, I don't think. I think he's pretty good. He just does so much damage. Where's he at on here? I oh, saw yeah. someone go. 50. There's a game where someone went full AP Amumu. He was doing a disgusting amount of damage. Grenade Amumu. Yeah, it was insane. Oh my god. Also, someone, uh, one game, we played against someone who went full crit, Garen. That shit, like, he, I, <laughs> Ouch. That shit was actually, like, I'm not even kidding. I, I actually distinctly remember this. He E'd. We killed his teammate. He e I was playing as, I mean, I was playing as Vayne, but, like, literally killed me in point, like, less than a second. It was, like, point seven seconds being in his E. Killed Jesus. Me. And he went, I think he went IE, uh, like, fucking Phantom Dancer, Collector. Like, it was disgusting. Rapid, he went That's rapid disgusting. fire cannon. <laughs> it's not troll to build Gale Force on Garen in normal games no, either, though. Pretty annoying. He's still so tanky as well. Like in a on summoner's roof, going crit build. He's actually kind of tanky. Very tanky. He just has the levels. Yep. So it's it's kind of insane. The game force though is it like. Is. I feel like situationally like, can be good. Yeah, it's not the standard. You don't want to build it every time. Very but fun. It can be good. Very fun. Very very fun. I think it's a lot better in mid lane. If you play a mid Garen. Playing mid Garen into any melee champ is just like a melee AD character is so frustrating for them. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, um, let's talk about playoffs because I have some thoughts on playoffs so far. So, John, have you watched any? I don't think you have, right? I've like just kind of watched bits and pieces. Like turn it on for so which like ten or fifteen minutes at a time, like before I like while I'm at lunch or something like that. Sure, before you go into surgery or something. Yeah, exactly. Get hyped for it. Yeah, that's how I hype myself (laughs) up is watching some T (laughs) one. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I I didn't wake up early this morning for it, but I did watch the series, and that was great. Um, Goose, have you been watching? I'm sure you have. I've watched everything. <laughs> okay, gotcha. For I've only watched LCK. Have you watched anything watched else other than LCK? LCK, LPL, NA, and I watched uh, EU whenever it finished as well. Oh, damn. So, okay, you've watched everything, everything. I've watched, yeah, bits and pieces of LCS and then LCK. Um what have you, I guess, since like LCK is top of mind for me and John brought it up first, then let's go through that one then. Uh, I am a little surprised. I think the whole world is kind of surprised about how well uh, Team 1 has done. I guess also, sorry, if you, you should have probably already stopped now if you don't want spoilers for stuff that's happening. I'll put a time code in the description, but yeah. Um, yeah, did you watch, have you watched the series from this morning then? Yeah, I have. Okay, what'd you think? Um, I mean, <laughs> Faker's the goat, man. At the end of the day, it's just like <laughs> he is the greatest League of Legends player in the history of League of Legends. It, it, at this point, there is no 
way to argue against it. T1 was in just complete, utter fucking shambles. And this dude comes in and they fucking mollywomp DK. <laughs> and then they get absolutely shit stomped by KT. And then they just destroy him. Like it wasn't even close. It wasn't, no. In, uh, like, yeah, in the games that they won, it was not close. And in game four, it was competitive. And game one was not competitive, though. Like you're saying, like, yeah, they, they got yeah, B- destroyed. BDD, BDD kind of. He, he got three kills there around the rift, Harold, and it was yeah. like, yeah, okay, this game's over. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That game two rumble, though, oh, was Zeus nasty. Is- Dude, let me ask you a question. How in the fuck does a rumble with a Doran's ring half health or a Necton that just got back to lane? Uh, because rumble is <laughs> I, whenever I'm happy, whenever I'm playing top, and if someone picks rumble, I'm like, this is a nightmare. This person knows what they're doing. <laughs> no one plays rumble unless they know what they're doing. God, it's so I fucking annoying. Oh. <laughs> He just uh, he like, hit him with two harpoons, hit him with the Q, and just fucking melted him. And, and then you just W away, and they can't. <laughs> they can't. Do and, and this was level two while Renekton was level two, or this is like level three, yeah. and he didn't even have W. It was just Q and E. I mean, I know that it shreds a significant amount of your MR, but geez. And the thing was, is he was like auto spacing so well to where the Renekton yes. couldn't even get close to him. Not auto spacing, but flamethrower spacing, but it was just. And let's not even <clears throat> forget that Gumiyushi <clears throat> decides that he's going to whip out the Draven and just show everybody that, oh, yeah, I'm the best ADC in the world again, guys. Sorry I've been gone for fucking three months. Yeah. Yep. And uh, And even though Faker isn't, like, killing people and stuff, his teammates aren't getting the pressure because he has the global taunt. And then he also is just, I don't know, like it, there must, he must like direct everything that's going oh, he, on and everyone else must feel way more comfortable with him just being there. He, he tells everybody what to do. It, there, it's undeniable at this point. They were so bad. I don't know how much T1 you watched while he wasn't there, but it was like, I watched all the games. Yeah. They, they were terrible. It, it wasn't even their decision making that was bad. It, just their, their play. Like they didn't even look like, the same players were playing. It literally looked like they were on the stage and somebody was backstage with different mouse and keyboard playing the game for them. Yes, Her- it did. <laughs> it was, uh, even when they had draft wins, which wasn't that common because there was drafting, there were coaching issues happening too. But uh, even when they had draft wins, they were just terrible yeah. with them. The only, like Zayas was pe- popping off every once in a while, as was Guma, but never at the same time. It, I mean, it's not like Poby came in and straight into it, but he was just like irrelevant. Well, he's a rookie. That was his first ever, anything. like, he's 17 years old. So, I mean. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying no, that I know. Like, it's he like was He was, expected to he was thrown shoes, to yeah. the fire, you know. It's like, man, I feel bad for that. Right, dude. and he's not, yeah, and he's not even the starting mid laner for challengers either. Like, they didn't even bring in, it's like Stardust or something. I don't remember who it was, but he's, the, he's their third string mid, yeah. and they brought him in over the second string mid because I think challengers were in playoffs or yeah. something. So, like, it wasn't expected for him to do insanely well, but he was he was serviceable. Like, for a 17-year-old, like, that's... He'll probably be pretty Yeah, decent. on the biggest organization in 
lol esports you know i think he did a pretty good job so but yeah and when he apparently when he went back into uh when he was playing games back oh, in he the was smurfing bracket he was just shit stomping yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was smurfing well when you play against bdd and showmaker and chovy for <laughs> three months it's like uh oh, you're probably going to get a bit of a power boost <laughs> It's like he went into the hyperbolic yeah, and he time wasn't chain. even like yeah and he was getting like out macroed and like greeting and stuff like that but like he wasn't bad in the laning at no. all generally no, he played for, for the circumstances he he did very well yeah Kuma Yusi's yeah draven's insane oh it was <laughs> disgusting yeah he got what one game of Dra- he played five different adcs uh-huh. in five games i think yeah yeah, it was it was a way better display of Draven than what game five was when Aiming played it. I think. I think so. Maybe four? No, he played Varus two games in a row. It was. It, no, no, no. Yeah, it was. It was. It was game five. I, I think, think so yeah. too. And he he was not as it wasn't as good. Now the the team didn't play around him as much, so it's harder for Draven to get that money, but still. Well, he didn't, Guma didn't get played around. They were fucking three-man diving him, and he's fucking almost getting another kill, barely living with two HP, and it's like, God, this guy is just... Welcome back, Guma. Welcome welcome back. Playoff T1 form is here. Yeah, it's... It's kind of wild. Yeah. If they get, uh, I don't know who they're going to get. My guess is that, it, I mean, it's probably going to be Gen G. I think T1 still beats Gen G right now because Gen G was losing pretty handily to KT. Yeah. So I think if, if unless something changes, T1's probably going to win and then get actually get into Worlds, which I would have, two weeks ago, if you told me that T1's making Worlds, I'd be like, nah, they're not. <laughs> I think no, even if they weren't playing very well, they still would have made Worlds because I think... We'll get into this probably more when we get around worlds, but I think LCK is kind of weak this year. The the I agree. The game, like the meta, how it's played, just does not fit into LCK. But that's where I think why T one is having such a resurgence because they play much more LPL style early game compared to uh, KT and Genji. Where they're much more methodical and they're just going to beat yeah, you well, in team fights. KT do play explosive early as well, or they can. Gen G don't, like you're saying. And if it's Hanwa or uh, Damwon, uh, DK do some, but Hanwa does not. They're like, let's scale and chill. Yeah. So it's not a good meta for them. But I don't. I would be surprised if I think D plus will make worlds. I don't think Hanwa will. I don't know. I think um, D plus, and is I think there's no terrible. shot that DRX was. <laughs> They're so bad. D plus does look bad. They're so I I think Hanwa gets in bad. over D plus, but maybe maybe Canyon. I thought Canyon should have gotten first team All Pro jungler for LCK. I think he got kind of snubbed for that. But as we've seen in the past, first seed in the playoffs always gets first team All Pro in LCK. That's just kind of how it works. So for the most part, yeah. But, Unless someone absolutely dominates and then there's like roster swaps yeah. and like some reason why there isn't someone else. But what I think is even better that KT got clapped by T1 is the fact that they chose them to play against them. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the end, uh, when they won game five, like as they were blowing up the Nexus, apparently, I, don't, I think owner shouted, uh, is this why was, you chose yeah, us? Yeah, in the game five, he's like, 
screaming this is why you chose us this is why you chose us screaming at him did you hear zeus in his interview when they played d plus uh uh no i (laughs) i didn't i didn't watch the interviews no they asked because he kind of smurfed that series i mean he like destroyed d plus and they asked him what his motivation was (laughs) for doing so well and he said if i didn't play well i felt like i was going to hell (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's insane (laughs) that's just kind of funny but another top laner we need to talk about the shy baby back of worlds did Weibo make it? I haven't paid attention the last uh, week or so they ran the gauntlet I've been watching watching Cadrill's stuff oh okay It was and you should go back and watch the game against. I want to say it was against Top, but it might have been against EDG. Um, The shy was playing Renekton. I think it was EDG because it was against Ale. I want to say, and he's playing Renekton. He has like a quarter HP, and he's about to get dove on by a Sejuani, and I can't remember who he was playing against. Cassante, I think. And he's autoing the minions to try and build up his rage bar. He gets it over the 50% threshold and he like runs back to his turret. And right as they're about to go in on him, he flashes forward, ease into the Cassante, W's him while he's taking turret aggro, kills him, ease back out, flashes away, and survives. Jesus Christ. It was against EDG because he was uh, 4-0 and and they lost the game because he ran it down like four times in a row. <laughs> but That happens, yeah. That sounds like the shy. But, That's uh, wild. No, I, I haven't watched it though. I, do, I have been watching, I've been enjoying watching Cajol's videos where yeah. he's like going through like the Weibo gauntlet. That's what, that's so what I, the, I, the, the shy, the shy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I love Cajol, man. That dude is, he is the best league personality. Um, when it comes to casters, like or like Riot employees, uh, yeah, 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 sure, yes. I was gonna say Shocks. I think is the best. I just, I don't know. And he is, but he is, I understand. Like, but it's also yeah. a like you need to like him and his content because him Fair. on stage and him on his streams is a two totally different people. And if you don't enjoy like yeah, him his... on stage is like he's a good caster, but it's not amazing. His him and his videos, I think, are way better. I, I think like it a lot I think more. he's fantastic on the stage, like on the desk, because he's very clear cut, decisive, and he knows how to explain things that everybody can understand. And yeah. then when he's in his streams, he's just fucking. <laughs> he's got his tuxedo on, and when the shy won game five, he's fucking popping a champagne bottle and shits flying everywhere. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I just, I really like how, like when I watch like LS's videos about stuff, like I think I like, I definitely like LS's philosophies and stuff, but they don't, Cadrill's always like on topic and into and giving good insight on what's happening with the game the whole time. LS's stuff is entertaining, but like him and some of his guests sometimes go off on like random diatribes when like when when an important moment is happening and they don't even address it or anything, or they just say like the game's over, it's over, it's over. Like, how does that enhancing my experience as a viewer? I I don't like watching LS's content because I think he just kind of shits on people for no reason, and sometimes I feel like he does it because 
to me, it feels like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, and that's how he fills his his spaces. Now he knows what he's talking about uh, when it comes to yeah. like uh like how the game's played, like how items work, that kind of stuff. But I feel like when he's like co streaming a game, he just starts shitting on people and saying the game's over because he doesn't know how to convey what's happening to other people. Yes, I definitely understand that for sure. Like he understands what's happening, but either A doesn't want to put in the effort to do it, or B can't articulate yeah. it that well for some reason in the moment. Yeah. That makes sense, though. When LS was a caster years ago, which almost happened this year for L- uh, LCK again, but um, I f- he was my favorite caster. He was amazing at it, I think. I feel like but, he's definitely better uh, when he's on the desk. I, I would say that's, that's for sure. Because he's definitely... He's probably one of those people that need to be in a professional setting to act professional. Yeah. Yeah, like, even there was... I don't remember when it was, but him and someone else had a... They, had a, they brought in a little literal desk for their stream for co-streaming it might have been like lcs finals or something last time or msi perhaps but they had they literally had the desk that they were co-streaming at and it was it was a very different tune even though it was just on his stream it was a very different tune yeah so is uh if the gauntlet's done then is lpl all locked up about who's going to worlds yeah so I'm guessing LNG is because they didn't play again. Yeah, and Weibo is, but who else? Probably JD, JDG. JDG is the one seed. LNG is the two seed. BLG is the three seed, and then Weibo is fourth. BLG. Who's on BLG? Billy Billy. Uh, it's uh, he used to be the mid laner for um JDG. Um, what the fuck is his name? Is Nick Yagao toothpaste? Okay. And then uh, Elk, which I think he's one of the best ADCs in the world. And then On, and he's a fantastic support. He uh, replaced Sword Art back on Sooning. And it's taken him a few years to kind of turn back into a great support. And then I think their jungler is JJ. And then their top laner, I don't remember. Their jungler is Shun. Shun, yeah, 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 that's right. And then Ben is in top. Ben, okay. yes, yes. Wow. Get in the bin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, pr- they're okay. good. I see why they're, they're going pretty good. They're but uh, LNG spiked at the right time, and they just kind of... But they pushed JDG to five games, or four games, maybe. It was a pretty... Cl- Zika is surprisingly good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you expect, like, Scout to do well, and Gala to do well, and... Uh, and Hong, I've we've seen him before. He's gonna be fine, and Tarzan's gonna be reliable. But like, I think Zika was definitely the wild card on like that team yeah, for people. For sure. he, he's very good. But I think, I mean, JDG is just so fucking good, man. That team, they are just one player playing five positions. It feels like when they play, they are all on the exact same. Is it the page. same roster yeah. from? Uh, from, yeah, okay. three six nine Kanavi Knight, and then uh, Viper and missing. Not Viper, Ruler. ruler. And missing. Yeah, they upgraded to Ruler. It's an insane yeah. team. Holy shit! Oh, that dude, they are so fucking good. If you want to watch just like legit how league is supposed to be played, just watch JDG. Man, it is like a mastercraft of how they play. It's it's impressive. And they all are on the same page. 
from start to finish every single game. So they're like an Eastern G2 from a couple of years ago. Then. And Well, so we can get to LEC in a second, but yes. Okay, because, yeah, we'll get to LEC. We haven't gotten to it. That's why I put it in for a couple of years ago, because that felt like the most synced together team yeah. I've ever seen was them. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we have those. We don't know who's going to Worlds from LCK at all, though, just to like put that on a bow. I think everyone technically could still miss it. Maybe not Genji. I think if Genji wins their next series, they're guaranteed Worlds. Because okay. they do like because they do the championship first or second. Shit. Yeah, they do. So. Yes, yeah, I guess I could look at yeah standings for LCK. Uh, I guess it doesn't really say, but I don't know how to look at the championship points very easily. But in any case, I know that because they were talking about it on broadcast. If T1 comes in first or second of the this tournament here, then they lock worlds. Otherwise, they need to place in the gauntlet. Um, KT, I think if they won today, they locked it. And then I'm guessing also the same with Genji, probably. But I think then, yeah, if KT beats presumably Hanwha, then they lock it there. If they even if they finish third, yeah, I believe. I think so. LCK is weird how they do their seeding and stuff. Yeah, it's really weird. Let me see championship points. Let's see. Uh, between what spring and summer so far. This is okay. Hold on, I'll try and find this. Why don't you uh, start talking about LEC then? And, and while okay, so this then. we were. You mentioned how G two was a couple years ago. That team is back. Yes. Okay. They are very fucking good. I mean, I really think if this if they can go into their season finals, which happen in fifteen days, nineteen days, um, and they show what they've sh- uh, ten ten days it starts. Is it the twentieth? Yeah. Okay. Um, the twentieth. Yeah, that's when the B- BDS G two is the that's on the twentieth. Yeah. If they can. F- continue the form they showed in the summer finals i mean i think they can make some damage at worlds they are just on the same page and flex picks are really big right now and broken blade yike caps and hansama can all play each other's champions oh they basically just flex around a whole bunch of yeah so they're like what they they're they kind of created the flex picks this year with the Kaisa Jace. They were one of the first ones to bring it in. And uh, they'll just first rotate and rel as well because Mickey and Yike can play the yeah. rel. And so they'll just, they were first flexing uh, Kaisa Jace rel. <laughs> and you had no idea where those champions were going. Would they potentially put Kaisa in top or no? No, it was, it was mid and Or Jace would go top or they would go Kaisa Tristana rail. And then Tristana is either mid bot. And it was just. Yike is fucking good. Yeah, he's he's very good. He's very aggressive, but he's very good. He uh, from what I remember watching, I haven't watched at all uh, anything LEC in a while. But when I remember watching a couple months ago, he felt like he was very good at carries but less good on tanks but if he's playing rel and probably sejuani to a decent level i'm sure that's not the case so he has played 20 games of the tree champions this year ivern maokai he is oh he is undefeated jesus and so uh ivern's been big for them too they were one of the first teams to pick up on the ivern and uh 
Did they sport it before DK? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, to go back on, if you wanted to watch a series, watch G2 versus XL in the summer semi, or not semis, quarters. Watch that. It goes to a best of five. Sure. And then watch the season finals of summer G2 versus XL and just look at the differences. To see the transition. Oh my goodness, dude. It is, it is. They were mad. They were very angry, to say the least. Okay, I'm gonna watch the uh, the highlights of it. Probably just, Sweet. but uh, I would recommend fully watching Game Five of both series. Uh, well, the second or, the, you know, the, the, of, uh, the the court the quarter the, the okay, second yeah, the series quarter, didn't yes. go past three. So <laughs> ah okay, but uh, G two um, their biggest pick right now is they'll just kind of um, ignore bot lane and just let them ban because Hansama can play literally anything. And yeah. his favorite champion to play right now is fucking Kogma. Okay. And watch that game five. I'm telling you, you guys both have to watch it. All right. It is. Hansama put him in the bag and carried him across the finish line. So. Have, have they been doing anything with Senna or no? No, been mostly no, Senna right no. Now. Mickey doesn't play Senna. Okay. Because if they did, then then you could start to see like, Ziggs get switched as well, and then like Vladimir and Senna's very good, or other things like that. Yeah, so I don't think I mean they may switch to that, but I don't think they will just because so what G2 does is um Mickey just gets on the map really, really early, like level three. She's sure. just out on the map with Yike, and they're usually going mid to caps. And so Hans is usually kind of left on an island early, or they just like full commit caps and yike down to Hansama if they feel like they can just utterly annihilate the bot lane and then sure. so broken blade he's just kind of up there playing by himself and he has just he has completely turned around his career he made Odoamne okay. look like a fucking <laughs> tier 2 LCS player in the finale yeah it was it was fun to watch but yeah, I'm excited to. I hope G2 because I'm a big G2 fan. I love Caps. I hope they um, keep pushing when it comes to the season finals here in a couple, here in a week. Sure. If I'm looking at, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at. I've been looking slowly at the championship points. Um, it seems to me like. T1 has the most right now. They have 150, and Genji is 140. KT is 100, and uh, Hanwha Life has 80. The T1 wins. Dom one has 50, and uh, they won the season, but they lost in the spring finals oh, okay. to Genji. That's what I thought. But they did win the season, and then so far they're undefeated in playoffs. But they have, but they came in fifth yeah. in the regular season. Gotcha. So far, yeah, T1 has 80 championship points from summer. Everyone else has 50 at most, which is it's Hanwha, KT, Genji all have 50. Gotcha. So, yeah, it seems like Dama would probably have to run the gauntlet in order to get to Worlds because T1 almost is guaranteed because they're at 150. Genji's at 140. They're almost guaranteed. KT's at 100, and then Hanwha's at 80, and then Dama's at 50. So they're going to have to run the fucking gauntlet if they're going to get yeah, it. Yeah, probably. 
I mean, who knows? DRX could run the gauntlet too. Technically. Yeah, they would have to. Barrel would have to carry them to the finish line. Barrel was very good in their series against Hanwha, yeah. but their team just didn't stack up. Barrel is one of. I think Barrel's the best support in the world. You think he's better than Carrie? Yeah. I mean, he proved it at Worlds last year. Yeah, no, no. So I think that Barrel has higher highs and much lower lows, but Carrie is consistently much better. So, like, on Barrel's, you know, zero to 100 scale, it, you don't know where he's going to be on a given day. And Carrie, for the most part, is going to be like 70 to 80% of that. But Maybe like at a solid 80% of Barrel's peak. Barrel went to four world finals in a row. He has. I think I think Barrel's the best. Yeah. Because every team he leaves, they just implode when he leaves. They do fall apart. It's kind of like the who he effect in the, uh, in a. When he leaves the team, they fall apart as well, yeah. or they're bad when he's on them. Okay. Bad. When... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if DRX can make it to run the gauntlet with their with their roster. Probably not. I just don't have faith that in Croco Croco nor Croco's uh, <laughs> terrible. Croco is so bad. Croco's a, I mean, like, Croco's he would a croc still come shit, in and man. beat. Yeah, he's real bad. He would come into LCS and be like halfway decent. Oh yeah, be, okay. Just he's like better. Pioshik? He's worse than he's worse than Pioshik. Yes, Pioshik is fucking terrible. Yes, he's so bad. I think Croco is worse. Except, Croco is good when Nidalee is good. Croco's a very good Nidalee. That's it. Though. I'm pretty sure uh, TL just won their series against EG. It's not because of Pioshek, though. I can guarantee you. I don't even. I don't. I, I don't know the result. Didn't even watch the games, and I can it tell just, you, it's not it just happened like while we're t- while we're speaking. So. Okay, they just beat who? Uh, EG. I think it was two zero. Uh, Last time I looked, I I didn't. I haven't checked since. Okay, so I'm yeah, I have the full. So these are up to date then on the lollysports.com. Yeah, they should the, be. the standings are. So it do, do you want me to I mean it was a 3-1. I'm not I'm not going to watch um, it. I, I honestly could give a fuck less about LCS. <laughs> That's such bad League of Legends, yeah, man. I'll probably watch I'll watch the LCS finals, but that I'll watch the highlight like probably like a an LS video watching yeah. the finals, but that's about it. I'm not going to watch anything. I'll else. I'll watch the finals if NRG make it to the finals. Yeah, that'll be interesting for sure. Uh, I yeah. Uh, they clap Golden Guardians. So why is NRG like? It, oh, okay. So why is NRG like a store? I guess. Oh, FBI is back. Um, or not FBI. Danny is the one that took a break. Sorry, never mind. On EG, thinking. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a play that I saw while I was uh, in between sets at the gym, um, Summit three v oneing in against uh, I don't remember who he was it was it was their jungle top and mid lane I think or support maybe I don't what know was he on Aatrox? Uh, no, I think he was on Cassante. Oh, okay, same thing. <laughs> he was on yeah he was on Cassante and the other guy was on I don't know. I don't know who he was on. But there was also a Sejuani and uh, Ari showed up as well. Yeah, JoJo showed up and then it didn't work at all. Yeah. No, NA is terrible, man. I just, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, We've talked about it and I feel like they've tried to address the issues, but it's just not, 
I don't know what it is. I think they need to strip a world spot from LCS after this, assuming they don't get anyone well, they get, past quarterfinals. They get three, and then LCS and LEC yeah, they four should go down to have two. to fight each other. Well, the problem is, though, they is like down to two. LCS is not bad enough to lose to minor regions still. I mean, yeah, they lose games every once in a while, but they're still significantly better than all of the minor regions. Better than, I mean, the regions as a whole, yes, but I think you could probably interchangeable with some of the Vietnamese teams. I, I just think or some of the Japanese teams. where it becomes troublesome is like if you go to Brazil or like you're saying the Vietnamese, their number one seed can probably punch to the two or three seed of LCS, but their number two seeds cannot beat the two or three seeds of the LCS. So it's kind of a competitive integrity thing where... Do you really want two Brazilian teams at Worlds that are just going to get shit on by like a fucking CBT Flying Oysters from last year that went 0 and 6? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is region specific, but I think I, I think like the LCS is just that much worse or maybe you have whoever went whichever region get wins MSI if it's not NA takes their other spot and has five teams. Going. Yeah, but then I the so here's the real answer to this question is the LPL and the LCK, one through six seed, and maybe even seven, are better than LCS one seed. And so, if you really... Generally, yeah. Like, there's never going to be true competitive integrity until the LPL and the LCK have seven seeds of Worlds. And that's never going to happen. So, yeah, the max they're ever going to get is four, unless they expand the roster spots somehow of the amount of teams you have at Worlds, which becomes difficult because of visas and all that kind of stuff. It's just the LCS is just not good enough, but they're not bad enough either. Maybe whatever region hosts gets an extra spot. I mean, in a way like the World Cup, yeah. whoever hosts the World Cup automatically gets straight in. I just think personally we should, and it sucks for minor regions, but I think they should have their own tournament that precursors worlds and the top four teams from that tournament get put into worlds and there's no group stage. So then you can expand to six teams per, um, or six, uh, group stage, not groups. Six, yeah, six different groups, right? So you don't have the play-in stage anymore. You have six different groups. Sure. With six teams in them. And then you increase how many LPL, LCK teams there are. And then LP or LEC and LCS get four. And then there's the four from the minor regions. You might have to do six to make it work somehow properly, but whatever the numbers would be there. That's an interesting idea. I kind of like that. And then you just kind of have an expanded group stage that maybe lasts a little bit longer. And then you eliminate the bottom two teams from each of those. Or maybe the bottom two teams play each other and you go to top five and then you go to another group and then you go to another group before you actually hit a bracket stage. I kind of like that. Yeah. Something like that. That sounds really cool. I mean, the other, the only other thing that I would think would just be, yeah, like my other idea of uh, the hosts, but then like, 
maybe hosts if they're minor regions or something. I don't really know because then otherwise you have like five Chinese teams and they're going to be better than every European team still, um, or every definitely any every LCS team. But like if if Worlds happen to go back to Brazil like it was in I don't know like 2013 or something. It may not have been there, but I think if they bring Worlds to like a minor region, then they get an extra spot. That'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. But also, with LEC doing their three-split change, they did it a year early because it seems like next season we're getting three international events. That's yeah. been like what the word around the street is. There's been nothing confirmed or anything about it, but... That's the scuttlebutt around the water cooler then. Yeah. Okay. Which will be cool. I mean, okay. the more international events you have, the better it'll be because you get more teams playing against better teams and rising tides lift all ships kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see who's qualified for Worlds so far. I mean, we know the LPL teams that we talked about. Uh, are there any LCS? NRG. LEC have any of their spots locked up? No. So this is, I was going to talk about this in a second. NRG and C9 have locked Worlds. And then... Okay. So LEC has done the three splits thing, right? G2 won spring, or won winter, got second place at spring, and won summer. And they are not guaranteed a world spot. So if What's the point of the seasons, then, is probably the inevitable question. If they yeah. somehow, which I, it won't happen, but if and when uh, that 1% chance where they bomb out in this season finale playoffs thing, and they don't go to Worlds, I mean, it's just... That's awful for the LEC. That is awful. So now you have your best team that now has to not necessarily, because G2 likes to take their breaks. You know, they like to kind of mail it in once they know they've made it to certain things so they can just save their mental. Now they have to push their brains to guarantee that they get to go to Worlds. And the problem with LEC playoffs right now is they don't end until like September 15th. And then, so then they basically have to like leave and immediately boot camp yeah. before Worlds. Where where is Worlds this year? Is Korea. it in Europe? It's or? in Korea. Yeah. It's oh, Korea. okay. I think it's in Seoul. That's just shitty for G two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that is. I could talk about G two all night. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, and uh, I mean it'll probably be Seoul and Busan and stuff. That'll be sweet though that it's in Korea. Uh, it's always yeah. hype when it's in Korea. Yeah, they always have such good production jobs and stuff. I kind of hope they do another uh, KDA event. That would be really cool, we, but they probably would have teased something by well, now. Well, we I, really don't get much Worlds information till like right before, so. That's fair, but I how how early did they start to tease stuff about Cassante and then about uh, Lil Nas X last year? We probably didn't know until like September. Lil Nas wasn't even announced until like two weeks before, because you know his song wasn't even. It was made before Worlds was even in yeah. content. Like it was made way earlier in the year. NA did not do a very good job last year. We'll yeah. just say that. No, they didn't. Oh, world's uh, the world final is later than normal. 
Worlds actually is starting later than normal in general to accommodate the Asian games yeah. from September cool. September 28th it's also, to October 8th. It's also going a little later because they're changing the format this year. There's no group stage. It's a rumble yeah. event, so everybody plays everybody. So Yeah, I still don't understand that whole pro- I, I I know what you're talking about, and I know it's similar to what they had at MSI before, but I need to like study. I need to like see what's going to happen. It's just still, like... I, uh, I haven't paid attention to fully understand it. So I can give you like a low down and dirty. It's like, so your seeding sure. seating only matters for your first game, right? So one seeds will play four seeds in their first game. After that, everybody plays everybody. It doesn't matter what your seeding is. So seedings really don't matter this year unless you're like fighting to get out of the play-ins. That's the only thing that matters. Once right. you actually get to the group stage, your, your seeding means jack shit because you have to play everybody. Okay. So there's no like brackets where there's four teams in each bracket. It's literally everybody gets put into a pot. You get your first matchup. One seeds will go against four seeds. Two will go against three. And then they just all play each other for the rest of the rumble stage. Damn. Okay. That sounds like it's going to be really cool. I think it'll be cool. It'll be much more fun to watch more teams play each other. Teams that we wouldn't yeah, necessarily get matchups really cool of. Because cool you're going to see NA play NA. You're going to say EU play EU. Same with LCK, LPL. They're all going to play each other. So it'll be fun to watch those. That'll be really cool to see. I'm excited. It's. Uh, I looked at the venues and stuff. It's in both Seoul and Busan. They swap between the two cities. Oh, yeah. It's playing stage in Seoul. And then the, the Rumble stage that you're talking about is also in Seoul. Quarterfinals and semis are in Busan, and then they go back to Seoul for the finals. It will be played. Oh my God! The final will be played at the Sky Dome and the uh, Gochuk Sky Dome, the largest indoor venue in the country. Jeez. I think that's where they had uh, the IG Fnatic final. Oh. Okay. What's the largest venue in the U.S.? Uh, indoor or outdoor? Uh, indoor. Because I was gonna say, if it's outdoor, it's got to be like um one of the college football. Indoor stadiums. would probably be one of the NFL stadiums. I would say SoFi Stadium in LA is probably the largest indoor stadium, or maybe the Superdome in New Orleans. And then outdoor, it's definitely a college football team. Yeah, outdoor, one hundred percent of college football team. There's some that reach into six, uh, you know, yeah. over a hundred thousand. I know the um, Ohio State outdoor stadium is pretty fucking big. So is Michigan. Oh, so you know what? It would be it would be number one would be for the U.S. Uh, might be AT and T Stadium where the oh the Cowboys, Cowboys play, play. It has a retractable yeah. roof. Fucking Jerry has a retractable roof, Fucking so that would be it. Jerry's Playhouse. I was thinking it might have been. I knew it wasn't anything they built in Minnesota, but I was thinking maybe like some of the baseball stadiums, but they don't have as many seating as many seats yeah. as the football stadiums. Does it say what the largest indoor stadium in is? Our, uh, the one in the world. In the U.S. In the uh, indoor only, uh, I'm not sure. Largest indoor stadium in the U.S. It gives me a bunch of indoor arenas, which that's not what we're looking for because the max capacity there is 23.5. Um, 
I'm not sure. I'm finding it a little hard to understand. See also, let's uh, see. MetLife Met Stadium in New York is the largest NFL stadium. It's outdoor, 82,000 people. Okay. The largest dome stadium is the, um, yeah. is SoFi Stadium in LA. Okay. Yeah, the retractable 000. roof ones really make it really throw that off for yeah. what could be well, possible. I don't think they would do worlds in it in in a retractable roof one, but yeah. Yeah, I think that SoFi one's wrong because they have a retractable roof as well. I bet it's probably the Superdome or AT and T, like you were saying. That'd be sweet though if they had one of those. I was surprised that they did the. the I can't even remember what who what the team was the, the Golden State Warriors it was uh, arena the Chase last Center. time. I thought that was crazy. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I'll be watching more of playoffs for sure. I might actually wake up early or stay up late for one of the LCK uh, games happening as well. What's the schedule? I gotta find the schedule. Okay, so oh, they're going. Oh wait, today, yeah, Friday, Saturday. Okay, so it's all they're going back to back to back in days. Damn, they're still going. Okay, I'm not waking up for Genji Hanwa, but I might wake up for T1 probably Genji. Oh, that one starts earlier. It starts at midnight my time. I don't even have to wake up. I'll still be awake. <laughs> okay. John, can we uh, give you any... Well, obviously, you're going to watch those um, those G2XL games that we pointed out. But, yeah. Well, uh, any... That one... Probably those, yeah, summer finals. I'm going to note that down as well. It, who did they play in the the finals? Was LNG. it LNG? Yeah. Okay. LNG beat BLG okay, cool. and made it to the finals against JDG. Damn. So yeah, LNG did get hot. All right. Um, forgot to mention question of the week. Shit. Uh, <laughs> let me see. What was it? I know we're a little late here, <laughs> but while well, we we were talking, if anyone has played this long or not played, if they've been listening all the way to the end here, then you get a question of the week. If not, you don't get one. Um, we were curious what everyone's favorite champion and combos are to play in arena. So, um, John, what's your single favorite champion to play, whether it's a combo or not? And then what's the fa what's your favorite combo to play as well? Uh, favorite combo, Fiora Annie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been having a lot of fun playing Annie. Okay, I figured you would have been on the Fiora side of that. I don't know, man. I I but... just haven't played much Fiora. Sure. Sure. Okay. Goose. I like playing Jace. You do like Jace. Jace is fun. And then any any particular combo that you love to play? Um, let's see. Uh, our Silas Swain was pretty fucking strong. That was that was yeah. So probably that. Okay. I uh, mine would be yeah, my favorite would probably I can't even think of like what it would be. I mean Shaco. Um 
Actually, my my favorite com. I don't know if he's my favorite though. Uh, my favorite combo was the Wukong Samira though. That was nasty. That was a lot of fun to play. Um, individually, it probably is playing Shaco. He's not what I'm best at in that mode, but I do find him a lot of fun to play. So that'd be my favorite. Yeah. So, all right. Well, with that, we will wrap up. It's uh, this has been longer than I thought, but I'm glad for the conversation. So this is uh, episode 820. If you have any feedback for us, please leave that in the sub thread of the discord. Um, don't know where our discord is. Go to our website uh, question or not. Or I guess or it's a uh, turning force podcast.com. Yikes. Um, you can also let us know if you have any feedback, send it to questions at turning force podcast.com. Uh, we have community game nights every Tuesday, starting at seven fifteen Eastern and running for several hours. So please join us for those. And lastly, um please check out our patreon if you want to support us anything that you're willing to donate helps us keep the lights on and we have a bunch of great different benefits at different tiers so go check that out but this has been episode 820 thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time i Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found in Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided. provided.